0: Welcome everybody, I'm your host Brian Basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps. So it's 2024 and I'm gonna take the bacon podcast in a slightly different direction this year. Normally you'd hear me do a monocast on Monday and a guest expert on Wednesday. Although I may do a few expert interviews, The majority of the beginning of the year is going to be me basically reading you my new book, which is going to be called, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon, Extra Crispy. So in this podcast, I'm actually going to give you what I'm writing in real time. Every single week, I'm going to write a new chapter, and this week's no different. So I'm going to start off with a prologue before I actually get into the book. So here it goes. It's been 10 years since I wrote my first and still favorite book. I was faced with the challenge of deciding if I wanted to write a new one or just update the original. I finally decided that this book was still relevant and its concepts were solid, but some of the information was outdated or irrelevant. However, That did not make the whole book obsolete, so I didn't want to start over. So here we are. In the case of rewriting this book, I'm going to tell you a story at the beginning of the chapter and then let you know how that affects marketing to consumers and then marketing to B2B. So each chapter will replicate that as we move along. So this being the prologue, I wanted to start out with how did we get here? At the time I wrote the book, I was basically in the middle of a decade plus running my own marketing business in 2013, 2014. And that started because I was fired from my second job in two years. In 1999, I was headhunted for a position as a marketing manager at Arthur Anderson. I'd been working for a media production company that bought my recording studio business and that relationship had started to wither and run its course. At the time, website tools were just starting to come into the picture. Google was new to everybody as a search engine and especially as an advertising platform. At that time, we were building CD-ROMs with flash animations and other leading-edge media that doesn't even exist today. Social media had not been born or become mainstream yet. I moved my family and built a custom house for that Arthur Anderson job, which only lasted a year. Then I quickly found myself working for a suburban ad agency as their only digital and online specialist. A year into that job, I had a heated verbal spat with their sole salesperson, who immediately ran to the owner to tattle on me. Once again, I found myself unemployed. I remember feeling sick having to come home and tell my new wife I've just been let go for the second time in two years, and I had no idea what was next. It took both of our five-figure jobs to support our lifestyle, our kids, and that house, and it was just cut in half. I started to look for jobs in the Sunday Chicago Tribune, which was about the size of an encyclopedia. This was way before Monster, or Indeed, or LinkedIn killed classified ads. I had experience but lacked a marketing degree, which put me at the bottom of most resume piles. My degree was in electronics. I had built multiple recording studios, moved and rewired video production facilities. I had years of experience as an audio engineer and producer, a video cameraman, editor and producer. It was an odd mix that had become passé with the recent explosion of digital audio and video editing, computer-based systems. On top of all that, my wife said, you can never play in the corporate sandbox again. She was right. I was too entrepreneurial to survive and thrive in a cutthroat and backstabbing corporate life. I was resolute, but still scared to start my own business. Although I put on a brave face, I wasn't always successful before. But I always made enough money to keep things afloat, but usually at the cost of taking on too much debt to pay myself a substandard wage. I took the Arthur Anderson job because it was paying me nearly twice as much as I ever paid myself before. And I thought I won the lottery, but life had different plans. The birth of B2B Although I was depressed, struggling, and unsure of myself, I was determined to rebuild. I opened B2B Interactive Marketing Inc. in August of 2001. A month later was 9-11. But I never looked back. With a Blueberry iMac, a printer, and a CD burner, I started making interactive business card CDs for small companies. Then I bought a CD and DVD duplicating tower and started to build up a duplication business that kept me going for the next few years. But then YouTube, Google, and Facebook started to change the way that people were communicating and promoting their businesses. Email marketing was booming and becoming mainstream and taking business by storm. Next, the Apple iPhone was introduced in 2007 and the marketing business changed forever or did it the teacher. I've always been an avid learner. When I built my recording studios, I read books and magazines and watched videos about studio design, acoustics and cutting edge techniques. In the two thousands as technology was changing at a rapid pace, I was heading to the library and searching for information about social media, email marketing and online techniques. My blog started in 2006, and I shared with people what I was learning. But I gotta tell you, those early posts were just plain bad, yet people read through the terrible grammar and typos to learn more about how to use their phones and apps for marketing. I was promoting the use of online tools to reclaim the attention of audiences who were dumping subscriptions to shrinking newspapers and magazines. People started to reach out to me and invited me to speak at local networking events or even teach as an adjunct professor at community colleges. The birth of this book. Through my speeches and blogs, I started to see the beginnings of my first book. After six months of organizing, rewriting, and help from an editor, designer, proofreader, and more, I gave birth to Bacon. I'd love to report that I became rich and famous, which I dreamed of while I was going through the process. But alas, I was still a struggling small business owner, trying to scrape by on a modest living. Now, I was being invited to speak to bigger audiences at conferences, yet I never achieved that fame and fortune. I sold my first thousand books that first year by selling them from the back of the room at presentations. That helped me break even from the expense of just producing the book, yet I still had so much more to learn. Then I started developing online courses, wrote more books, and even took a stab at business coaching. But I found that no matter how much I taught people, very few would implement and benefit from my experience. Another factor was the landscape of online marketing was changing so incredibly fast. It was a constant struggle to keep up with current trends And I was constantly having to build new presentations and revise all of those courses every single month. Fast forward 10 years. As I look forward to the 10th anniversary of writing that book, I was looking back at how much had changed. New social media platforms have emerged. TikTok, Clubhouse, Threads, and some have disappeared like Google+. Vine, MySpace, and Blab. I also discovered that this book's foundations have not changed. As a matter of fact, I believe the 2020 pandemic has strengthened the concept of relationship marketing. People long for authentic, empathetic, personal relationships, especially after being cooped up in their homes and working remotely. Now, I'm not talking about dating apps. Those are just social media platforms where people try to self-promote their best selves. I'm talking about in-person meetings and one-on-ones that allow us to grow, emote, and engage. And artificial intelligence burst onto the scene and became mainstream in 2023 with the like of OpenAI's ChatGPT and so much more. I'm sure portions of my original book have been scraped and added to thousands of articles, books, presentations, and more. Well, maybe. What has not changed is the principle that people do business with people. What has changed is I now run a successful agency that focuses on B2B marketing. Consumer marketing can be very transactional, while B2B is built on trust and personal relationships. 10,000 Hours Over the last 10 years, I've become an expert. I say that humbly and yet with conviction. Malcolm Gladwell, in his book, Outliers, makes the case that success is not as magical or haphazard as we previously romanced about it. He makes the case that real genius and expertise come with practice. Specifically, many of the most successful people we revere were actually a product of them spending 10,000 hours working toward becoming successful. Over the last 10 years, I've consumed thousands of books and podcasts, and I've spent at least 10,000 hours working in and on and around marketing. In the last five years, I've constantly had to redefine what works, especially in B2B business. By working with B2B sales teams and helping them build better relationships with current, past, and prospective customers, I've learned that relationship marketing helped them sell more with less effort. Marketing has always been about story, connection, and relevance. Whether you deliver it through snail mail or email, social or in-person networking, the relationship matters. Trust has to be built and earned. No amount of advertising can make somebody in a B2B business put their job on the line to buy your products and services. Throughout those 10,000 hours, I've continued to learn about humans, their nature, and emotional intelligence. These concepts have been helping humans since we began to stand up on two legs and thrive by building relationships. Relationships that are fundamentally built on trust are what have been motivating us to change, take chances, learn, stay alive, and become better human beings. So let me leave you with this quote from Malcolm Gladwell. It takes 10,000 hours to truly master anything. Time spent leads to experience. Experience leads to proficiency and the more proficient you are, the more valuable you'll be. And that my friends is what relationship marketing is all about. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? send them to Brian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.